Hello, I'm Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today on Reading the Gospel, we are studying the story of the woman who was healed by touching Jesus' garment. This can be found in the three Gospels as the other stories we've read recently. Uh, Matthew 9, 18 through 25, Mark 5, 25 through 34, which we will be reading today. And then Luke 8, 40 through 56. Join us as we read Mark 5, 25 through 34. And there was a woman who had had a discharge of blood for 12 years, who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone out of him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. This is a amazing story of Jesus, Jesus' power and really the faith of this woman. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to find Jesus, trying to get to Jesus and just, just touching him. And the nature of her disease, as well as the connection with the ceremonial uncleanness, mm-hmm. both were embarrassing for her so maybe that was the reason she decided not to go and talk to him face to face eye to eyes and to explain um, and to present a request for jesus what to do she went from behind yeah i have someone who i know who is in a similar situation to this woman they've got a a problem and they've spent so much money they've gone to the mayo clinic they've gone to all the different hospitals um they they keep trying to find solutions to this and Mm -hmm. um for eight years they're they're dealing with this problem and they have yet to find a solution and just to see Mm -hmm. how much it wears and beats down and and changes who someone is um i can only imagine this woman in a similar situation Granted, she has it worse because, as you said, she would be ceremonially unclean. And so um, she couldn't do the things that others would do. This must have been terrible life to live. And on top of that, it was the popular understanding in those times that uh, incurable disease was the divine retribution for sin. Mm-hmm. And that uh, popular belief or practical in saying God is using a disease to reveal sins in your life. Yeah. You have hidden them, uh, you have lived in sin, now God is making those sins public, visible for everyone. And that was another level of 
wearing that person out. Yeah. In a way, I still hear that belief today. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when someone gets sick in the church, well, if they had only done this, or if they had only done that, um, you know, it's it's a result of their actions and their lifestyle or or something. Um, that they're they're paying for God is sending this to them to to punish them for what they did. Um, so you know, we can't look back and point our fingers. Sometimes we do the same thing in in today's uh, Christian church. What does this story tell us about God? So I learn more about Jesus and you know about God the Father because Jesus came to reveal his father through the rest of the story mm -hmm. um, Jesus Christ felt that a power left him the woman felt that she received the power mm -hmm. the healing is described here as exchange of power and I understand from this story that God is the source of life day by day, minute by minute, uh, difficulty by difficulty, disease by disease. Mm -hmm. God is right there and we are called to tap into the fountain of life, into the pool of, the, of solutions for any problem. Yeah. When I look at this, I see a God who is attractive. You know, people wanted to be with Jesus. He's always around, there's crowds around him mm -hmm. and they want to be in his presence. And, you know, it wasn't that Jesus was good looking and uh, people wanted to be around him because how beautiful he was. No, people wanted to be around him because who he was, mm -hmm. his character. And that that same character, God desires to build that character in us and yeah so when i when i see this story uh with the crowds around jesus it shouts out to me how appealing god is mm -hmm. um, and even there in the middle of the crowd jesus christ turned around and says who has touched me yeah and some of his disciples i imagine peter was you know one of them what do you mean yeah so everyone is <laughs> we've all you know, touched you exactly and he said, no, someone touched me in a different way. Yeah. I understand how important each one of us are for God. Mm -hmm. God knows us. God has a special relationship with each one of us. God has designed a channel for power to flow towards each one of us individually. Yeah. So how is the story speaking to you today and what are you going to do about it what is uh, uh interesting in this story is uh the contrast between the first part of the story and when the woman has some thoughts and those thoughts uh, are translated into an initiative and she's following jesus christ from behind Maybe she went to see Jesus in other places before, but she didn't dare to touch him. Mm -hmm. And now she does this, touch him from behind. In the second part of the story, she is in front of Jesus Christ. She's in the middle of the crowd. Jesus Christ asked just a couple of questions, enough for her to present her personal testimony. Yeah. So someone needs your personal testimony. 
someone in this world needs to hear how Jesus Christ has touched you or how you have touched the garments of Jesus. And, and this, is, this is amazing from a very shy person. Maybe she was very weak, right? After the losing blood for so many years, for sure she had a very weak body. And uh, the level of mental torment and, and all of them on top of each other made her just barely follow Jesus Christ and touch him from behind. And mm -hmm. now she received the power to stand in mm -hmm. front of everyone, not just the power to be healed, the power to share her story and to present a testimony that was valued by millions upon millions of Christians who read it in the New Testament. Yeah, and I, I think you hit on my point when, and I'm, I'm just gonna focus on the faith. You know, her faith, that, that's what Jesus says, daughter, your faith has made you well, go in peace. Faith is so important for the Christian, uh, the follower of Christ that we, we have faith in Jesus, and um, I hear people talk a lot about proof. You know, this is proof of the Bible, or this is proof, this proves creation, or whatever it is. But in all honesty, we don't have proof of a lot of things in life. Mm -hmm. um, I cannot sit here and prove to you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that God exists. It takes faith. At least you cannot do it... Uh using methods from natural science yeah um but i can i can show evidence you know i can tell stories i can i can do anything i want but it doesn't mean that the god of the bible exists mm -hmm. um like i can't show that proof it takes faith and you know faith is built through different actions and this woman's faith just going out and touching um so we might have a lot of faith you know, I have a lot of faith. I believe 100% that God is real. I believe the Bible, that, you know, my faith is strong in these areas. But we also might have a little bit of faith. Mm -hmm. And God meets us where our faith is. Um, so I think that's what it's sharing with me today is uh, the importance of faith in the Christian's life. But Josh, you have faith only until you have a personal experience. After that, we have faith plus experience. Yeah, both of them. Yes, but even so, you know, in my life, I look back and I see mm -hmm. God working and God intervening. But I was sharing my testimony once and, and someone who was an atheist came up and said, yeah, but I can explain all that away scientifically. You know, I can explain this and that. And, and yeah, by science, they could explain the events. Mm -hmm. um, what happened? Does that mean God doesn't exist? Um, no, but for me, it is, it strengthens my faith. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and I can't, I, I, I've spoken of this before, my kids' faith, you know, we're out playing Frisbee golf, we throw a Frisbee in the woods and, and we'll start looking for it. And as soon as they start praying, we find the disc and, you know, you can say, well, that's, that's just luck. Um, for me, it's faith. It's God answering prayer. Mm -hmm. And faith has a rippling effect. Yeah. So when this woman shared her story, how she touched the, um, the bottom of Jesus' garments and she was healed and the crowd heard the story, we read in the next chapter from the 
Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, verse 56. And wherever he came, in villages, cities, or countryside, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and implored him that they might touch even the fringe of his garment. And as many as touched it were made well. Mm -hmm. So the story of the woman who touched Jesus from behind is being magnified and amplified. And you see the rippling effect of her face. That was um, so eye-opening to me when you shared that before we started recording. Because uh, I believe this is the first instance of someone reaching out and touching Jesus. But then after this, this becomes the common practice. Mm -hmm. uh, even to the disciples, when Jesus goes back to heaven, uh, there, there are stories, accounts of people touching a handkerchief um, mm -hmm. and being healed. And as you were sharing the testimony, this woman's testimony, her faith shaped the faith of the nation, mm -hmm. um, the Beautiful. world. Um, and, and so, yes, our faith can shape the faith of others. And it's important to tell testimonies and tell these stories. Mm -hmm. Let's pray. Father God, I pray that you will strengthen our faith each and every day. I pray that we will be drawn closer to you and that we will be able to share these stories with others. That we realize that these interactions you have with us can build up the faith of other people. Help us not to be ashamed and, and uh, shy of sharing these. Help us to stand out boldly and proclaim your goodness, your love, and your mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.